Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope. I'm your host, Anne Buckland, and I am joined now by Dawn Goodwin, who is Programme Director for Mozambique for World Vision. Dawn, how, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Anne. How are you? Good. I am very well, thank you. Um, so we are we are a number of chats into our 100, 100 challenge, and thank you so much for joining us. Um, we've explored a lot about hope. What, one of the questions I'm asking people is, what does hope look like? That's a really good question. And I think, as I was saying, for me, I think hope is about something beyond where we currently are. It's about having faith that there is something better, that the best is yet to come and that this isn't the end. So I think it's really difficult to say what hope looks like because I don't, for me, hope isn't necessarily something that tangible. Do do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But I think if I had to kind of summarize it in a visual thing it would probably be that moment just between the darkest point of the night when there's just a like when the before sunrise when the light just starts to change like that twilight uh, of the early morning before it breaks into into the dawn like that sense of the darkness is beginning to get a bit lighter that promise of light when when the light Mm. isn't isn't so visible I think that would be hope to me I really like that, actually, is that that slight turning, you can sense that it's turning. You can't necessarily see it's turning, but there's there's a suspicion in the air just feels lighter, doesn't it? And Yeah, exactly that. It's that and I think it's that. It's that promise of 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 light. In it's still in the darkness. And it's that sense of, yeah, from a Christian perspective, I think a lot of my my faith comes from believing in the promises of the Bible and the promises that I believe God has for us. And so it is that sense of promise, that sense of, yeah, no matter how dark the current time is, there is there is light beyond it. Or the sense Brilliant. of the sun, you know, that image of, of when there's heavy cloud and it can feel so yeah. great in the UK. We know that feeling well, I think, <laughs> of having yeah. just that grey cloud covering. Um, but that sense that the sun is always shining above the clouds. So even on the darkest, cloudiest day or weeks of cloud cover, you know that if you go through the cloud, the sun is still there shining beautifully in a blue sky. It's just it's there's a there's a thick layer of cloud under it. So it's, yeah, that sense of the light beyond the cloud or beyond the darkness, I think. I like that light beyond the cloud. <laughs> um, so what for you is a story that really epitomizes that? So I think, um, thinking of hope this last week, uh, as, as you mentioned, I work for, I'm very blessed to work for World Vision, um, and we're a, an organization that works for the well-being of the most vulnerable children. And I work here in Mozambique, and a part of my my role is being uh, able to go out and visit our programming and speak to some of the communities that we work with. And in this last week, I was out in uh, Nampula province in the north of Mozambique, visiting some of our programming and I met with um, a health committee and as, as you'll know in a context like Mozambique uh, we don't enjoy the same kind of health services that we have in the UK and other mm. other countries um, so in very rural areas you can have to walk sometimes 20 kilometers to get to the nearest health post to get any right. kind of medical um, support so we often work with health committees we work in partnership with the government to form and train health committees who are community volunteers who are then trained on kind of basic health messaging and support of community management of malnourished children and supporting pregnant women to get counseling at the times they need to help assure the the well-being of pregnant women and and newborn babies in conjunction with the with the health post 
So I was meeting with one of those um, health committees and they were a recently formed health committee. So we were only partway through our training and, and support with them. And I was initially talking to them about what are some of the challenges that they that they face. And they were telling me at great length kind of some of the really brutal challenges that they face in terms of the prevalence of malaria and cholera and even typhoid at times and malnutrition and some of the issues that pregnant women face um, as well. And if you if you stopped there, it would be such an overwhelming sense of of injustice in the world that 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 young babies are born into such difficult context and that communities are facing and families are facing such challenges to access basic healthcare, which should be a human right. And that could be incredibly depressing. And, but then the conversation moves on and I was asking them, so, so in terms of your role, what are you doing? How are you working? And they were giving just their enthusiasm and their motivation and the examples of what they're doing was just so inspiring and it doesn't negate that the the context is challenging and that there are so many challenges to face but there was just such a sense of hope in in their motivation and with the training and the resources they had the ways they were responding and mobilizing and even they'd taken it in their stride adapting to covid-19 and and mm. and the new promotion measures and the new kind of health messaging that we needed to get out and they were just so motivated and so uh, committed to their work and so positive about the change they were having and could having. And they were introduced me to a mother and her, her young baby who had been, they, um, we work with them to use local available food to make um, a nutrient rich porridge. Let's call it mm-hmm. shimmer in the local context, but um, based on the cassava and the peanuts and things that grow locally. And this young baby had been taken to the health post because it was very malnourished and they'd uh, prescribed this this porridge for for 15 days and the health committee were 10 days into giving the baby this locally made kind of nutrient-rich food and the baby was already looking so much more healthy and and the mother was so much (laughs) so encouraged and the whole – but it was just so good to see that tangible change – through the, the the motivation and the dedication of that of that health committee, and so that is that for me epitomises hope in the sense of there are so many things in the external context that that, sh- that could point to it being hopeless or or or, or, mm-hmm. or despairing, but the the work of that committee and their dedication and their motivation was just such a great source of hope, not just at the level of what was happening in that community, but what's possible and. and what change is possible when you when you are the change when you live that change out so that was a great example of of hope for me that's amazing so choosing to see where there are glimmers of hope where things are improving even if the overall picture you know really one could drown in because it it seems quite bleak but actually within it there are loads of really positive steps happening and it's it's sometimes hope is what we choose to focus on isn't it Absolutely. And it's believing that that's not the end of the story. Exactly mm-hmm. that sense that things are difficult. It doesn't, hope doesn't negate or, or it's not like blind optimism. It's not saying that things aren't difficult, but there's hope that that beyond the challenges, beyond the difficulty, things can and will be different. It's that hope that, yeah, this is not the end of the story. It will be all right in the end. And, and if we keep focused on that and we keep working with that hope, yeah, it's amazing what we can do. I, I think hope is incredibly powerful. 
That's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time, Dawn. Thank you.